Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walk and Truth Radio Network with your encouraging word for today. This Sunday, I was supposed to preach about Gideon. And as I was taking my daily walk, God impressed upon me to think about and read out of the book of Matthew chapter 25, the 10 virgins waiting on the bridegroom. And it's because of Minister Daphne's sermon the week before about commitment that's been on my mind a lot. And the one thing I will say, even in our church, we have people who are consistent. They're very consistent in being inconsistent and complacent and always thinking somebody else will do. Taking advantage of grace in a way that's not supposed to be taken advantage of. Always assuming that the doors will always be open. Deciding not to support with their time, their talent, or their tender. And I thought about that. How it's so easy to become complacent, just like the children of Israel did with judges. How after a victory, after a hard-fought victory, and God has brought you through, by his grace and mercy, not by your effort, but by his grace and his mercy and him having favor on you. You take that. You sit on it. You become complacent. You think because you struggled to somebody else's duty now. And the nation fell worse and far into apostasy. And the story of the ten brides maids or the ten virgins five of them were wise they were always planning on the Lord's return they were always planning their husband's return they did what they had to do they stayed energetic they stayed they kept themselves up they did what was right they prepared they had oil ready for their lamps so they can light the path of their bridegroom and then the other five were unwise they took for granted that he was gone a long time that they looked apart. They had oil at the time of the departure, but the return was longer than he expected. But I want you to pay attention to this. All of them look the same. They dress the same. They act the same. You could not tell them apart by looking at it, which one was a fool and which one was wise. They all played the part. They all claimed to be bridesmaids to the groom. Because the groom took longer than expected, he had something to do or something to take care of or got delayed. The unwise, the fools, they just stopped preparing. Their lack of commitment. They became consistent in being inconsistent. Their commitment level had dropped to the point they were complacent. And when they heard one night that the bridegroom was coming. All 10 were very excited, but the five wives had prepared, had kept the fire burning, had kept the energy going. They were excited with zeal, the same zeal that they had when he left. It's even greater now because he has took more time to give them a chance to get themselves together and get ready to pour out their love and their adoration towards him. And the unwise took this time of grace and decided to just let it go. 
just be mediocre. Now, they were great when when he left. They all looked the same. They were all in the same boat at the same time together. But as time went on, the love of the bridegroom, the zeal to keep yourself together, the the the, the adoration, the, the the commitment waned because it wasn't happening in the time frame that they wanted. And now the bridegroom comes and he's on his way. And the 10 bridesmaids, the 10 virgins, they decide, well, well, let's get ready. And the five fools and the five unwise say, well, we don't have enough oil. We don't have enough preparation. We don't have enough sustenance. We don't have enough things that would have been earned through commitment and consistency. We don't have enough. Can we borrow some of yours? And the wise one said, well, we barely have enough for ourselves, but we prepare. Why don't you go and buy some? And the unwise went out to go get some. But in the meantime, the brides, the, the bridegroom came back. And they went into the feast to sup. And the five wise women got to experience all that the bridegroom had prepared for himself, for them while there was away. More than they could ever imagine. And even their lamps that were ready was nothing compared to what was given to them by the bridegroom. Now, in the meantime, the five unwise, the five fools decided to go out and buy. And when they went out to buy, they went out to prepare. They went out to get what they should have got while he was gone. They come back running. And the door was closed and it was locked. And they knocked on the door and the bridegroom got up and walked to the door. And he recognized that he should have had 10, but he had five. And the five say, it's me. We're ready. We're ready to come in. We have what it requires to come in now. And he says, who are you? I never knew you. My relationship with you was solidified when you didn't prepare for me. So lock the door and you can't come in. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about how you are committed. Are you inconsistently consistent? Are you committed to mediocre? Are you committed to making excuses? When it comes to your worship, when it comes to your, your worship and your talent, tender and time. Are you always thinking somebody else is going to do the heavy lifting other than you? Are you always assuming that someone else would do what God has actually placed in your heart to do because you feel guilty and figure that you can come and give an excuse and it'll be okay? It is okay for now. Saints of God and people, don't take the grace of God for granted. For those who are not saved, your time is to hear the gospel and get saved. God died for sinners. That's the gospel. You need to believe that he had the power to die for your sins and you are cleansed when you believe in him. He is your Lord, your God, and your Messiah. And for those who are saved or believe they are saved, examine yourself. Are you still making the same excuses you made once you got saved? Has the light went out? Has your light become dead? Has the oil of your lamp disappeared? Have you not trusted in what God has said that no idolaters or adulterers or fornicators or immoral people will enter to the kingdom of heaven? 
spiritual adulterers just as 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 a violent uh, 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 breaking of God's love. Just as physical. Adultery, spiritual adultery is idolatry. You hold high all the things that you do, your work, your tiredness, your weariness, your problems, your issues. And he's returning and you're running away and you there's no oil left in your lamp and you think that you can go out and he's going to tell you he's coming. And then all of a sudden you're going to go out and be able to recoup what you should have been doing all while you were waiting. And it's not going to work. You're not going to be able to fool him with that. You're not going to be able to run out to the last minute and say, here I am, here I am, I got it, I got it. The door is going to be closed because he's going to remind you you had plenty of time. And the sad part about this time is you don't know how much time you got left. Another part that you must pay attention to, these women, the wise and the unwise, was like the wheat and the tear. There's going to come time of separation. Until that time, they all look the same, but they're not all the same. God knows the difference and he knows who he's going to keep and he knows who he's going to throw away. And those that are participating in church, there are some sinning. It may be you right now. You need to get on your knees and repent and come to Christ. And ask God to forgive you for being such a sluggard. Ask God to forgive you that you're taking advantage of grace in a way it's not supposed to, that you are taking advantage of grace, that you make excuses for everything that you don't do. Can you make excuse for why? that you do do good things. I would love for somebody to come make an excuse of why they do good. The Bible tells us to, to know to do good and to not do it. It is sin. And you know what? There's no pastor can absolve you of the sin of omission. The sin of commission we might see and we might guide you through, but the sin of omission you have hidden in your heart. So if you hear this message, it's dangerous because you've been given the gospel, which is the power of God unto salvation. You either prepare now or you won't get a chance to prepare. And for those who are in church and are really not saved, you're not fooling anybody. You may look the part, but when he comes like a thief in the night because no man knows the hour, will you be prepared? You need to examine yourself to make sure you're in the faith. You need to make your election sure. I know this is a little longer than normal, but I think the the heart of the saints and the unbelievers need to know that God is a God of judgment. And even he said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So are you prepared for him to return? Or when he returns, you're going to have your church clothes, your church dance, your church prayer, your church ties, your church offerings. And he's going to say. I never knew you. You've tapped the plate one too many times. You let somebody else pay for it one too many times. You let somebody else put the time in so many times. You could have volunteered. You could have helped out. You could have participated. You could have came to Bible study. You could have came to church, but you decided that you would take advantage of my grace in a way because you tired. What if I got tired? What if I was so tired? I was beaten to a, to a pulp and I went on the cross for you, for you to tell me that you're tired. You can't give up one hour, two hours for me. Because you really don't spend any other time with me during the week. No, you don't come to Bible study. And even when you do come to Bible study, you don't restudy the words that I give you. Even when you come to church, you can't tell the person what the sermon was next week. So you mean you can't do that for me and I've done everything for you. But let, and you think that you're going to sneak in. 
You're going to come up any kind of way. You're going to come in the back door when all those who come to me have to come in by the front door. No, you can't earn your way in, but you can you can show me that you appreciate what I've done for you. And there's not going to be a saint that's inner inner heaven, saints of God, people who don't appreciate what God has done for me. You're not going to get into heaven with the attitude of unappreciation, inconsistency, lack of commitment, because all of those things lead to idolatry. And then if you're an idolater, you're not a you're not a lover of God. For some of you, this is a hard message and you're saying not me. And if you're saying not me, you better examine yourself. It could be you. I have to examine myself. What would it be like if one man was sold out for God completely and wholly? Male or female? What would your church be? And again, ask the question. The hard question. What if everybody in church was just like you when it came to worshiping God, being with the fellowship and uplifting his body? Would his body be deficient and hungry? Or would his body be fat and overjoyed? Or would he just be going along, tiptoeing through the tulips, letting things come to him? And if you can't say fat and overjoyed, then you might be the bridegroom in this parable that he called unwise. This is Pastor Jay of Walk of Truth Radio Network and senior pastor of Walk of Truth Christian Fellowship Church. I always want you to be encouraged, to be blessed, and be at peace. But most of all, don't be the foolish bridesmaid. Don't be the one sitting there and sitting there and sitting there for God to say, I never knew you. Peace. We like to thank you for listening to the Walk in Truth broadcast. Our worship service is held every Tuesday and Sunday at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building. Located at 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. Tuesday's Bible study is at 7 p.m. and Sunday worship at 8.30 a.m. All are welcome. If you would like to donate to this ministry please look in the description box and donate on your favorite platform of choice. Continue to listen to us on our Walk in Truth Radio Network YouTube page and on our Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Facebook page. Please subscribe to either platform to be notified when we are broadcasting. We again want to thank you for your prayers and your continuous support. May God bless you, keep you and always remember, walk in the truth of the Lord Jesus, and be at peace.